0: watching Prohibition fall down what's up
1: dgc scotty real and got my friend levi from low Temp Plates on the line what's up brother hey man how you doing today i'm doing good but y- you know me man uh, first off levi always supports the dgc was at the 710 concentration celebration appreciate you brother
2: yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having us out. We uh, we really love being there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Levi is going to be my source. I've talked to Tanazi. I've talked to a few people. And you're going to be my source for a freeze dryer, or at least you're, you're going to be my information source right now. Because I'm a little bit confused. What I'm thinking about is I got this greenhouse coming down, I don't know, 10, 15 pounds, whatever the hell we get from it, different strains. And I want to make some something good out of them, something a little bit better than just shell. And I was thinking about the laws. Man, I can't have 15 pounds, right? But I can take 15 pounds and uh, wash it down to—I don't know—a few ounces or you know, half a pound or something like that. That would be legally okay, no?
2: Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're within your your uh, your legal jurisdictions, whatever local jurisdictions that you have. Um, Yeah, that can definitely help cut down your total weight.
1: Now, if I'm thinking about it, because I am a little bit of a public figure, uh, if the cops were watching me and listening to what I said, uh, if I was blasting this all with butane, is that technically illegal or am I able Uh to do that?
2: Yeah, yeah, Uh, by far technically illegal.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, okay. So that's where the rosin press comes in. So if I wanted to play by the rules, uh, I could press press this. uh, Man, pressing twelve or fifteen pounds of flour uh, seems a little ridiculous, and I'm kind of setting you up for the softball because we don't press flour, correct?
2: (laughs) Well, so you can for for simplicity's sake, right? Uh, it's, you know, for commercial operations, it's a very easy skew to, to throw on on the shelves. Got uh, it. For home users uh, who just shop at dispensaries, it's really nice just because you can go grab some flour and press it. Um, and from a hair straightener, stepping on a hair straightener, sure. all the way up to rosin presses. So, I remember uh, that. Ros- yeah, you can, but it is quite a bit of work. If you're talking 15 pounds or whatever it is, um, then yes, yeah. It, you you would much prefer uh, pressing the the hash equivalent of that.
3: And it's not live too. (laughs) Big big key distinction. If you're pressing flour, you're pressing dried, cured flour, not like fresh frozen flour. So too. that's what I wanted to get into. So the difference between making shatter and making
1: live live rosin is mm-hmm. that everything has to stay cold, right? Everything has to be frozen. So we're, we're gonna harvest it wet, we're gonna instantly freeze it, and then we're going to wash it in, th- then once we freeze it, we can take our time, take out some, you know, half pound at a time, wash it in bubble bags, a little bubble machine. And that's where I'm a little bit confused. So th- I've got my sifted, uh, water hash that comes out of the bubble machine how do i keep that live
2: yeah so the the best thing that you can do is as soon as you've washed it um is to well, you've got two options uh the old school way would be to uh freeze it and then microplane it um and what you're trying to achieve there is a long-term uh slow dry so that can range from four to about seven days within a uh humidity and and temperature-controlled room. Okay. Uh, so you going got a microplanning. It's and a small, would you explain uh, microplanning? Yeah, so micro microplanning would just be freezing the, the bubble hash that you take out of your bags. Right. And then at, when it's frozen, you're taking essentially like a grater, uh, a, a sifter, and you're sifting it up onto – a lot of people use cardboard. Um, but what you're doing is that you're trying to break it up into small pieces so it can air dry over a slow period of time. Um, within this time, you know, you do experience a little bit of oxidization, right? So you can start to see things get a little bit darker, um, versus using a freeze dryer. And that gets me into the second option, which would be just slapping it in a freeze dryer. And that process pretty much you, you pull a deep freeze on the product. Uh, ranging from you can adjust your times anywhere from about seven to ten hours,
1: and that matters. Seven to ten hours. I mean, I can't freeze it for a month. Uh
2: so you you can actually freeze it for however long you really wish. Okay, uh, but the the freeze jars they are a little. I mean, they're a little bit on the pricier side. Yeah. So it's not something that I would want to run uh, over a long term, unless you have to. You know. Got so. It a more conventional freezer would be a little bit more suited if you want to freeze for freeze that hash specifically for, you know, 24 hours or a week or whatever it is before you can actually do your full freeze drying process.
1: All right. That, yeah, that makes sense. All right. All right so we got to where I've got the bubble and I'm putting it in the freeze dryer now. So now I just, uh, I leave, I leave it for what, a, a day, a week.
2: Yeah. So, uh, you've got essentially two times uh, that on the freeze dryer that are important to you, there's, there's a freeze cycle and a dry cycle. So the first part of the freeze dryer is to deep freeze the entire product. Right. Uh, So seven hours for most product is, is plenty uh, depending on what you want to do. So let's say seven hours there. And then there is a dry cycle at the end, which there's a vacuum pump and it pulls vacuum on the chamber. And then there are trays within the freeze dryer that warm up slightly to allow for the the um, to, for for the moisture to evaporate out of the product, out of your wet hash, and then it pulls a vacuum and it cycles through
3: that. So Whoa, and we're not talking about we're not talking about evaporation here. This is sublimation where it's right. going. Going directly Correct. from liquid or solid to gas and going away.
1: And what evaporation of solid to the liquid and into a gas. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Correct. I didn't so take chemistry.
2: End, yeah. At the end. So you're, you're just opening up that drain valve and whatever moisture you collected, um, that has been sucked into that valve just drains out. So that is the water from your, from your hash. All right. So then the last step
1: after, and, and how long, how long does it take to do that? How long do I keep uh, it so in the dryer?
2: Yeah, the, the dry cycle is usually around 10 to 12 hours. Okay, uh, It can be longer if you've got a, a large freeze dryer and you're loading it up with a ton of hash. If you've got full trays, uh, yeah, you can easily uh, turn that into 24 hours or so. Okay, okay. So then I want to get to the last step because you're giving me the whole
1: process. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. But uh, the last step is we got to press it in a rosin press. And this is to make you know super high quality live rosin. Uh, mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Is that the last step? And we just immediately take it out of the freeze dryer and do that? Or how's that work?
2: Sure. Correct. So, um, you know, depending on what kind of micron bags you're using, ranging from 70 to 90, maybe up to 100 micron okay. on the first wash could actually be full melt. So if if that's what you prefer, um, you can pull those those microns out for full melt uh, and, and those will Typically it's only your first wash that they will be, that they will be full melt. Um, but everything else, it can be squished into, into hash rosin, just like you mentioned. And how many washes do you do out
1: of a bubble? You know, if you are using bubble bags and the bubble later, the bubble machine.
2: Yeah. It depends on, on how much agitation you're getting with, with washing machines. You're getting quite a bit more agitation, 10 or 15 minutes. Um, and you can run up to about five washes if you want. But at the end, at those fourth and fifth, maybe even sixth w- washes, if you're just trying to get everything out, um, they're going to be the lower quality, more contaminated uh, product and you're going to receive less yield per wash.
3: What type um, What type of yield like on a total throughout the six washes you do on like a half pound? What type of yields would we be looking at?
2: So uh, pretty much. Uh, what what most people like to refer to is just a uh, two rosin percentage uh, yield so mm-hmm. let's say and and this is all fresh frozen so uh good yields would be considered like three to five percent range two rosin off of fresh frozen weight so you just have to run the numbers off that so if it's you know a half sorry what was the numbers again uh, just let's do uh two pounds
1: man because that's 900 grams. Okay. What, what do we get off that?
3: Yeah, so you would. Here, let me. In, and Scott, you do calculator. have to remember that's not uh, that's fresh oh, frozen, fuck, weight. right? That's, that's going to be heaviest. That's fuck. with all the water weight still in the cannabis. Oh, that's not it dried at all yet. So mm. we're gonna have Correct. to give
1: all that away, man, because we'd be.
2: <laughs> Correct. So yeah, if, <laughs> if you had two pounds of fresh frozen, um, that would be nine hundred grams. Right. Uh, and let's say you got back a, a really good yield. It's uh, the genetics are good. It's sure. been properly grown. You did a, a good extraction on it. Let's say two rosin, you get three percent yield on that. Okay. So that would be ninety grams. Yeah, no. uh, it would actually be twenty-seven. See? So That would be
1: twenty-seven. That's why you don't do math with me, man. All right. That's why you hold on to the money. All right.
2: <laughs> sure yeah sure sure all
1: right so 27 grams out of uh out of okay that's out of two pounds of fresh frozen i mean but two pounds of fresh frozen jesus that's got to be like a half pound to a third of a pound of of dried flour
2: yeah yeah approximately they say um if i'm not mistaken it's somewhere around you, you lose about uh 80 of the weight <laughs> if from- you didn't say
1: it i was gonna
2: Yes. Somewhere around 80% of, of the total weight. Right.
1: All right. All right. So I'm digging this. All right. So here, the reason we were bullshitting is because I'm like, all right, so if I do this, what's my investment? You know, what's the ROI? I just went and bought a, uh, a gram at the dispensary for $55 for a gram of live resin or yeah, this is even live resin, not live rosin. I do find the rosins have a little bit more flavor. I dig them a little bit more. I like the consistency too. It's easier to dab. But um, so I'm just thinking if I'm buying $50 grams, a gram really doesn't last all that long. So it might be cool to have a year's worth of of live rosin. I'd have to get a separate
3: fridge. I did some quick math on Mm -hmm. that 80% Water weight to sure. go away when you dry it. Right. If you if you drew, dried it to that dry weight, that's fifteen percent of the dry weight. Well, which yeah, is the, man. a fifteen percent return to live hash rosin. That doesn't oh, it cool make sense?
1: Fifteen percent active ingredient on some really dank bud, and and the eighty five percent is you know material plant material. Yeah,
3: definitely. Yeah, that just yeah. makes sense. Yeah,
2: yeah, and and I mean, you'd be lucky to on a large scale to get that kind of return off of dried uh, pressing flowers and it's not going to be nearly the same quality, uh, bubble hash rosin, uh, as a rule of thumb is significantly better in quality than, than flower rosin. So, couldn't
1: agree with you more, sir. Tried both and there's a huge difference.
2: Yep. Yep, exactly. All right. So come on, help me out.
1: What's my investment here? So I, I need a freeze dryer. For, first off, bubble bags and the bubble
2: later. You guys sell them? Um, so we actually just started carrying bolt bags. Okay. Um, yeah, so we, we really like those just for the the Frenchie full mill, uh full mesh bags. Okay. Uh, we really like those, and, and they've got washing machines as well.
1: Yeah, so um, what do I got, a couple hundred, maybe 300 bucks in a, in a washing machine or some bubble bags?
2: Yeah, yeah, you could always, um, depending on the size, so you could get down to five-gallon. Right. You can even go up to about 42-gallon <laughs> bags. fucking and awesome. And as you get larger, it's more material, so it gets quite a bit more expensive, but— all in all on bags. Um, you don't even need a machine if you don't want to. You right. Can just go with a, a bucket, a and, wooden uh, spoon, man. It. My buddy used to
1: make the oh. fucking dank with a wooden spoon, brother.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So you can, you can really kick it very primitively. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't take a lot of money to, to get started. It just, as you start to scale, um, and trying to do larger and larger amounts and become more efficient, that's when it starts costing a little bit extra money.
1: Sure. So we got, so we could just end it right there. If you want to buy a bubble later, bubble machine and some bags, or even just some bags and use a five gallon bucket and some ice, you can make really good water hash that way. I will tell you, the more you beat it, the less of the quality is. So if you're really gentle with it, you can make some dank dabable. I don't know if it's full melt, but it's close. Mm-hmm.
2: Correct. Uh, okay. Correct. Yeah. So, whatever's, whatever's not full melt, you can just, Throw in a hair strainer, throw in a press, right. whatever you have, and press
1: that. So you could press press that. Now, what if we just want to go there and, and say, "Hey, I'm going to invest a little bit of money for quality and buy a good rosin press." Help me out. Thank i see seen them for 400 bucks. T- tell me what the difference is between that. I don't. Do you, you don't sell no 400 dollars presses, do you?
2: Um. So so actually, how we started our business was that that smaller range. Okay. You know, 400 to 500 dollars, um, just with the cage kits, the plate kits. At the time, everybody was stepping on hair straighteners and everybody was trying to figure out how to scale. So they were using t shirt presses and everything. Um, And then, you know, just growing up in Kansas and and seeing a lot of these shop presses around, I figured, why not adapt one of these to a rosin press? So that's essentially how we started. And then more recently, we've uh, made the more commercial setups and, and higher processing and higher quality uh systems which are which are the v2s uh, as of currently and uh so yeah you, you've got pressure gauges external pumps you can operate them through uh, uh, electric means um air hand you know they're open source so you choose exactly how you want to, to apply your force nice uh, yep all
1: right so so if we got a rising press what's that going to cost us man for a good one
2: yeah. For, for, uh, kind of a, a beginner's home user setup that you want to, uh, you know, something that's portable, right. all American made lifetime warranty. I mean, the thing is bulletproof. It, it's, it's, you know, it's going to last you a lifetime. Sure. How many tons is that? So up to 20 tons, which is 40,000 pounds of force. So more force than you ever need, but it's nice to have it in your back pocket. Uh, if you ever, you know, stacking multiple chips and doing a, a final extraction. Right. What do we uh,
1: press at? What's, what's the force that we press at?
2: Yeah. For the, the force uh, for flowers, uh, you're looking anywhere from about 1500 to 2500 plate and PSI. Got it. And plate and PSI is something that, that it, it takes a small equation to get there. Um, but the, the formula is on our website. If you just want to check that out. Um, but yeah, that, that's how it breaks down. Um, and then for hash rosin, you're looking anywhere from 800 to up to 2500 playing plain PSI again. Got it. So it's overkill what, what you're giving them. Yeah, for sure.
1: All right. And so what's that run me? Come on. What's that run me? Friend prices, yeah. brother. Come on. DDC so, price.
2: Yeah. So if, if you're just, if you want to start off uh, with our with our intro systems, uh, those start at 397 Okay. Um, and, All right. And that just it sticks on to any price of your choice. This is a really good home user setup. Uh, but for the more, you know, if and you want when
1: you say press, you can go to Harbor, you're saying like a Harbor freight pump or whatever. I, I don't understand. What do you mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it's an actual Harbor freight frame.
1: Okay. Got uh, it. So,
2: so the downside of those is that they're a little bit larger. So you may want to set it up in, uh, in the garage. Uh, if you set it up in your living room, uh, if you have a, uh, girlfriend or wife, they're not going to like it. Put it all. right next so, to the
1: <laughs> exercise bike, man. You'll be fine.
2: <laughs> right, right, or next to
1: the, the <laughs> treadmill. That's, that's what, you know, what I'm these. saying. That's a, all right. So, yeah. all right. So we're at eight. Wow. So this is pretty cool. So I got a few hundred bucks in the bubble bags for four hundred bucks. I can get a press. That's
2: so what you're telling me. A home press. Yep, yep. And then if you want to go with something that's a lot more portable, sure. we've got stuff that are about ten inches tall. uh You can just throw a bottle jack in those, and they're really portable. So if you're if you're hopping around from buddy's houses to sessions or whatever right. you're doing, it, you know you can tote that around with you. Um, those start around $1,000, That's shipping and taxes included. All right, so I'm thinking, though, but for under a G, if I wanted to be
1: a starter, for under a G, I could start making my own rosin, correct?
2: Yep, yep. You can even make bubble hash rosin for, yeah. for
1: 1000 bucks. yeah. All right, and then, so here's the big jump, man. You know me, man. I, I always want to go high-end. Actually, I don't always want to go high-end, but in my cannabis, I do. So if I want to go live with it, then I've got to go with a freeze-dryer, Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the main advantages of the freeze dryer is to quickly dry your material.
1: Right. So it doesn't uh, leave, lose
2: terpenes. Is that when you lose the terpenes? Absolutely. So if you're just air drying within a room, uh, you're also beating the heads up whenever you're, you're doing that aggressive sifting, you know, that uh, the microplaning that I mentioned right. earlier. Right. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it's just a much better process. You're keeping it cold. So, hence the live rosin aspect. Um, you're, you're, because all you're doing is freezing it and then, and then just getting that moisture out, uh, pulling a vacuum. Right. So
1: while it's cold, it's never
2: really exposed to heat, and it's much quicker as well.
1: Yeah. All right. But that's a big fucking step up, man. We're talking another couple grand if I want to get and get into the live business,
2: right? Yeah. At minimum, at minimum. Uh, so the only company that, that makes freeze dryers for our industry is going to be harvest, right? And they make products ranging from 2000 up to about 8,000, but that still is very, very, very cheap compared to all other freeze dryers on the market. Cause they're like full yeah. on
1: lab grade equipment. Is that what the deal is? Medical grade yeah. stuff.
2: It's it, yeah. It's pharmaceutical grade stuff. Got so, it. uh, you know, most of those machines will start around $30,000. So Harvest Rights really fulfilled a, a, a nice uh, niche in the market for people like us. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Although starting at two G's, man. goddamn. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah
1: and by the way so you we were talking about if you don't if you're just drying bubble hash or freeze drying bubble hash guru doesn't let me say drying he gets mad when i say drying. <laughs> but if you're just freeze drying a bubble hash you don't need a huge freeze dryer right
2: yeah right right um, it, so uh pretty much you you've got uh you've got three different sizes you've got the small the medium and the large Fair enough. Um, for most people, for most small grows, you can get away with a small or a medium. Now,
0: how small average. is the
2: small? Uh, so the small is let's see the actual sizes on this guy. So it's around 110 pounds, and you can fit approximately two to three wet pounds of bubble hash inside of it. Jesus, so,
1: wet—that's a fucking shitload, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that dries down to 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 a portion of that. Sure. Uh, but still yeah i mean that that'll fit quite a bit it, it, you know that's full trays but yeah you can you can definitely make it work
1: all right that seem what seems legit man it seems like uh okay i'm just thinking for a solution uh for a home solution two grand three grand, so i'm at about 3500 bucks if i want to be in the live business no
2: Correct. Yeah. I mean, of course you can always air dry. Um, but, but yeah, you're, you're going to lose the the live aspect of the, of the rosin,
1: but don't make me get my calculator out. But at $50 a gram, i bet your guru could do this one his head. but at $50 a gram, how long does it take you to, what do you got? 60, 60 grams in order to recover that ROI. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you, if, you're you paying, if you're paying $50 a gram at a dispensary. Uh, you make 60 grams of live live rosin a it's great b i've got five or six different strains in there and and b i cover my three grand you know i guess a three grand investment you could cover with uh it's
3: three grand you don't have to spend at the dispensary anymore well so i bet you i
1: would spend it you know it's a couple hundred bucks go to that dispensary every couple weeks man
2: yeah 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 and, and it, it makes sense for uh for home growers uh for for quite a few home growers, if you are a heavy smoker, um, or if you're supplying your friends and family, right. that kind of stuff, it definitely helps.
0: Yeah,
1: definitely. If you steal your buddy's live rosin and tell them that you'll uh, pay him back,
2: you know. yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> I can steal Guru's live rosin for the air. You know, it becomes a prop at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And cool, man. All right. So I figured some shit out. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. I just wanted to, to share with the DGC. You and I were texting back and forth yesterday and I was like, man, let's just do this for the DGC. There's some really good information there. Uh, you pumped it out, by the way. I really appreciate it. Levi, right on.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, as always, we're, we're always just trying to put out a lot of uh, information just to help everybody out because I understand it is really overwhelming at first trying to get into solventless extraction. So, you know, we're putting out educational videos on, on YouTube and, and our, on our website. So you guys are always welcome to try those out. They're all free. Right on. Uh, Give and yeah. Shout
1: outs, man. Where's where everybody finding? What's your YouTube, what's your website? Come on.
2: Yeah. So our Instagram is just low temp period plates. Um, if you just YouTube us uh, it's it's low temp industries or low temp plates, you can find us at either. Um, and the website's just lowtemp plates.com.
1: Nice, nice. I
2: appreciate you taking the time, brother. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. I really, really like uh, chatting with you guys. All right. You're right down in Denver. It, it, you might see me soon. He, he goes, oh, I'll just loan you the freeze dryer in the lobby, man. <laughs> you might see me <laughs> soon, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hope to see you soon as well. <laughs> you sure will, man.
2: Take it easy, brother. All right. Thanks, Scotty.
0: Some people love to blaze up the dick. Yeah, we get happy for noon And when the boss says to take a little break That means we lighten up a tube It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep a good on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day Pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads and natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good buzz It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it out in loud Yeah. the tank, just look at how he's being paid, no lock of me, the look